Hey, party people, have you joined our Discord server yet? You can meet fellow party people and interact with our cast and crew to talk about all things Encounter Party, both this first Ravnica campaign and our new campaign, which is a television show available on the Dungeons & Dragons Adventures channel. To learn more, head on over to our website at EncounterParty.com or check the links in the show notes. Now, enjoy this episode of Campaign 1 of Encounter Party. Warning, our show features very strong language and graphic depictions of violence, so listener discretion is advised. Last time on Encounter Party! Dissension within the Golgari ranks as Lorzach discovers an imminent coup aimed at deposing the elven races. Daunting though it may be, the deeper question is whether or not this civil war is within the workings of Malthus Reed. With the fate of the orbs on the line, which side of the swarm can be trusted? Find out this week on Encounter Party! Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Encounter Party. My name is Brian David Judkins, and I am your Dungeon Master. With me again this week are Andrew Krug, Eddie Cooper, Ned Donovan, Sarah Babe, and Landry Fleming. Let's get this party started. In a dark, abandoned tunnel at the far reaches of the Undercity, two injured crawl warriors flee from a party of experienced and very angry adventurers. Close behind on their heels, our players rush to track the crawl warriors to wherever they're retreating to. So I would say, as the person who speaks Elvin, Elvish, Elvin, Elvish? Elvish. They're interchangeable. Okay. (laughs) Uh, As a DM, I'll allow it. (laughs) To Lorzach, um, what was the troll saying about the Stone Sisters? It means that Ludmilla is still alive. Not an answer that entirely helps me. For most of my youth, the guild was under the directorship of the Sisters of Stone Death. Three Gorgons, three surviving Gorgons anyway, that went up against our guild's founder many centuries ago. They in turn were overthrown by Savra. The last surviving sister, Ludmilla, was put in command of our army and, I thought, had long since perished in battle. Instead, now they rally under her banner. To what end? I can only suspect they mean to overthrow Gerard. How bad is this? My people, the Elves of Deep Shadow, the Devkarin, are but one small part of the swarm. We are not one tribe. We are a coalition. We are a collective. Among our number are Kroll, Trolls, Gorgons, the Erstwhile, the Gleaners, the Crawlers, and many other horrors lurking in the depths of the city. And now, they all flock to Ludmilla. So bad. So sort of a coup, right? That's what the troll implied. Mm. Lennox is just very displeased with this. What happens if we don't stop Ludmilla? I can only guess. What I can be sure of is that a great many beings will die. Does this threaten the Golgari or Ravnica? Do you know what lies underneath Ravnica? No. We do. And if this empire collapses, so does Ravnica. As the party continues hustling down this darkened corridor, can I assume that Frank and the Shield of Light have been activated? Yes. Absolutely. Great. So, even though the light gives you vision of the immediate area, it is a very long, very dark tunnel with twists and turns. Thankfully, your Devkarin companion is able to spot the traces of these crawl warriors. Also, there is only one way to go. And what lies ahead every hundred feet or so is darkened by the tunnel itself. But you keep pressing forward and forward and forward until you can feel the air around you tighten. And then you pass a stone sculpture. You see an elaborately carved crawl warrior statue. The thing about this statue that's so impressive is that crawl warriors themselves are insectile. So the fact that somebody took the time to carve out all of the stone and suspend the statue on four very thin spindly legs and still suspend the weight of this is very impressive. As you guys 
pause and slow your step just a second to admire this fine piece of art, you look ahead and you see two more statues. Beautiful decorations lining the side of this tunnel into who knows what. About another 20 paces forward, and you happen to see one of the crawl warriors you were fighting backing away on the floor toward you. It doesn't see you. It's rapidly backing away from something that is ahead of it in the tunnel. Lorzach, in crawl, you can hear it exclaiming fear and uttering something along the lines of, no, please, no, please don't, as it skitters back on some of its legs while trying to keep some of its free arms up in front of its face. And you watch as this crawl warrior skitters backward and slowly just turns to stone. What kind of sorcery is this? It's not sorcery. It's a gorgon. Uh, what's a gorgon? I'm unfamiliar. Uh, Lorzach will stock down the tunnel because there is only one way to go. Mm-hmm. The question becomes how well known these things would be because narratively they were gone. For a long for time. For a time. Yeah. So, um, Eddie, are you choosing the background with your contact? Yes. The, the oh, warden yeah. that ran the yes. Golgari facility. So you know the warden who ran that prison? Yeah. Yes. My father was in that was involved and was put in prison. So your father, who worked at that prison that was built to house the Golgari? Yes. You know that that prison break was orchestrated by a Gorgon. Oh. So you are familiar with Gorgons. I would say the Simic is familiar with Gorgons. I will allow the Boros and the Izzet to make an intelligence check to see whether or not you know what a Gorgon is in the world of Ravnica. 16. Sure, I'd like to know. Uh, And I'm sorry, what did you say? Intelligence. Woo, okay, that's 12. So all of you probably have an idea of what this is. Um, A Gorgon is a race of snake-like creatures that reside underground. Um, They used to ally themselves with the uh, Golgari. In fact, they used to be guild leaders of the Golgari. They have since made a return. Eddie and Andrew, you know of a woman named Vraska who orchestrated the prison break um, from that Azorius prison, who herself is a Gorgon and is sort of growing in influence. In the world of Ravnica, Gorgons are not serpentine in body structure. They basically look like women. They don't have snake hair, but they do have sort of like long flowing tentacle-esque hair. And they do have uh, the exact power that you're all fearing they have. I think that because of uh, Lennox's past and because of his father being implicated in the escape of the Golgari, that he may act irrationally right now. Um, it may very well be that every Gorgon is the same Gorgon. I mean, you may not even be able to decipher the difference. It might just be, you know, any Gorgon, any Gorgon is a dead Gorgon in your eye. Mm-hmm. So um, again, please reestablish your marching order and decide what the party is going to do. He may act irrationally to the detriment of himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lorzach is going to remain at the head in the hopes <laughs> of talking down anything that is willing to talk. Please present yourselves at the end of the battle arena. Are we letting Lorzach enter alone, or are we deciding to shuffle in? No, I'd say we shuffle in. Yeah, I'll stand behind him for sure. Xenia is panicking and and tears a piece of cloth from her cloak, just in case, to cover her eyes. (laughs) So as you reach the end of this tunnel and sort of step over this newly petrified crawl warrior... You enter an open chamber, one that is glowing with phosphorescent fungi. The floor is... (laughs) I just got a fist... No, that's such a fucking good adjective, and it's (laughs) something I've been racking my brain for for days, and I... All right. Phosphorescent fungi. So the floor is littered with ankle-high fungus and moss, and that is glowing. So all the light from the room is coming from the floor, and inside the chamber, like a labyrinth, are dozens upon dozens of stone statues of many different races. There are crawl, there are elven, there even appear to be maybe a couple of simic merfolk. The edges are aligned with larger creatures. You happen to recognize a stone carving of one of the crawl death priests. You see another stone carving of what was once a troll. 
And way on the far end, there is a long salon, a stone couch, intricately carved with weaving snakes and tendrils, so that even though it is a place of rest, it almost seems fluid in motion. And because all the light is coming from the floor, these statues cast long-reaching shadows up along the wall, as if the spirits of these petrified people are hugging the cavern, staring down at you. You hear a voice like the mist, as you see no one. To herself, Sonia just keeps saying over and over again, I don't know why I'm here. I don't want to be here. I don't know why I'm here. Show yourself. You are begging for stone dead. I beg only for one unified swan. Do you kneel beneath Ludmilla's banner? The Devgari do not beg. They only take through deception. My sisters and I controlled the guild with power, like warriors. And the elf kind stole it from us through trickery. You are lies, Devgarin. And you wish to decimate it for what? To make a point? I am no mere punctuation. I am the path. I will open the door. What is everyone's passive perception? 16. 15. 8. 10. <laughs> uh, 12. Ooh. Um, Eddie, your passive perception is 14. One. 14. You are not surprised at all. In fact, your shield goes up. Yes. And you immediately feel sort of hugging the wall above you. You look up and you see this, like, horribly haggard, Medusa-esque Gorgon creature sort of hugging the wall above you. And she looks at you with these bright eyes and she hisses really, and reaches down with one of her claws to attack you. You are not surprised because she failed that part. But she will make an attack roll upon you. Uh, does a 12 hit? No, it does not. So, because you had your shield ready and because you, like, kind of saw this coming with heightened reflexes, you just see this, like, horribly decrepit-looking Gorgon, sickly almost, take a big, massive swipe at you, miss, and then misty step away back into the cavern. As of right now, you cannot see where she is. Show yourself, coward. Let's roll initiative. Let's roll initiative! Above a 20? Uh, 20. 20? 15 and 19? 18. Remember when I rolled really great initiative last 11 to 14? 11. 11. Also an 11. Make the <laughs> All right, make the choice here. You also an 11. Reason. Dex modifiers? Uh, plus two. Plus one. Plus three. You go first. Ned goes second. Eddie goes last. Burn okay. this under city to the ground. It's under your city. <laughs> He's not smart. Um, okay, top of the order. Lorzach. Do we have, and we have no idea where this thing is? No, at the moment, no. Okay. You guys haven't actually, like, entered the combat arena. You're still huddling by the doorway. Right. Uh, but hey, come on in as I try and randomly swipe you from the wall. Yeah. Lorzach, as an action, will awaken his spores, and as a bonus action, will awaken a flaming blade in his hand. Okay. And for movement. Um, so everything is, so this entire area is rough terrain because there's so many statues and the foot, the footing is so difficult because of all this stuff, it's not the type of place that you can just run through. It's just too unsure of an area to be in. But there is an insane amount of cover to consider. Lorzach is going to take cover between two statues. Okay. So at any given point in this room, if you try and hunker down, there is a potential for half cover, possibly three-quarters cover, if you attempt to decide in that particular manner. But again, we don't know where she is. So pause for a second. So the way that cover works in D&D is depending on how many, um, you basically get a little bit of bonus AC 
and uh, some advantage against particular throws. So for half cover, you would get plus two to your AC and dexterity saving throws against attacks and effects that originate on the opposite side of that cover. Three quarters cover is the same thing, except you get plus five AC. Um, and total cover um, is total cover. You can't be affected. Nice. Although total cover in this area seems unlikely since you've seen her crawling on surfaces. Fikara. Yes. All right. Uh, you said it was difficult terrain, so... Mm-hmm. Half move. Half movement. Okay. Cool. One, two, three. And uh, I will give Bardic Inspiration to Lorzach. You know what you're doing. You can do this. Please help us not die. <laughs> and um, I'm assuming I can't really... Like, as far as I can tell, the statues are just statues, right? They're just statues. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, then I'll, I'll take double movement then and get out of the way. Or at least kind of out of the way. Okay. Xenia. Uh, Xenia, who for her entire life has anticipated dying in an incredibly beautiful and explosive way, has thus far not been too terrified of death, but the idea of dying by turning to stone, something immovable, is just the most horrifying notion to her. So she's going- So disadvantage on all roles? Really? No. Oh! <laughs> I was like, oh, that's so mean. I was just trying to tell this story. <laughs> Oh, God. So she's... Oh, I just role-played myself into a corner. (laughs) So she's going to move around this statue. Okay. I think that's three to hide behind this guy, the statue. And as a bonus action, she's going to wake Antonio, the weird... Antonio. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, thank you, friend. So you may place Antonio on the battlefield. Stop, Antonio. Perix, you're up. Okay, uh, I am going to move three squares forward, if someone would please, and then I'm going to take dash, which by my math can get me to the big guy on the left with the yellow statue between those two things. So okay. I'm nestled in between the two, sure. and I'm going to take cover. Sure. Um, Lennox. Talk it out. 15. He's doing his counting. Mm. Um, so that's that's my full movement, right? Half? Mm-hmm. Half speed. Um, it's difficult because we're not just talking like standard marble statues. We're talking crawl warriors who have their spears out. And yeah, yeah, no, I got yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, It's not just columns. It's sort of a, a weird network of warriors with blades sticking out and bows and arrows and appendages and legs here and there. I got you, boo. And they're not all in just sort of a stationary position. Some of them look like they're running away or they're falling or they're crying. A few are standing bravely. Some bits of rubble featuring unblinking eyes. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> you know, have one for free. Thank you. <laughs> um, show yourself, you vile beast. That's like that's He moves up. Okay. You don't hear anything, but you see sort of in the middle of the arena, you just hear like a gaseous and this fog cloud just sort of emanates a little bit in the area obscuring a part of the map. So this cloud fog just sort of emanates in there and you realize not only is it difficult to navigate around these statues but it's even more difficult to navigate around these statues if you can't even see the next statue coming up. So anybody within that area will have disadvantage on melee attack rolls. Top of the order Lower's Edge. Still no sign of this Gorgon. Nope. You can hear some laughing occasionally, some taunting. Are you trying to find me? Search hard. We know that it... We're aware that it attacked Lennox. Yeah. Well, then, with respect to Antonio, Lorzach is going to cast a glance behind him and throw out a thunder wave, which is a 15-foot cube. Cube or cone? Cube. Oh. So it'll only affect Antonio. Okay. And anything else that's in there. Okay. And has to make a constitution saving throw. Oh. Oh, no. Antonio. Antonio. He rolled a one. Well, anything else in there takes 11 thunder damage. Antonio takes 11 thunder damage. Check his stats if he has resistance to any of that stuff. Uh, He has resistance. Lightning, not thunder. 
Okay. Uh, I think it's the same. I believe it's same. the same thing. Oh, same is it? Damage. Oh, yeah. he does yeah. have damage resistance. Too. Great. I, b- I believe it is the same thing. Then you can take only five damage. Beautiful. Right? Now, now we know how to abuse the <laughs> the thing whose entire purpose might have been to be an ex- a mobile experiment. Um, you you hear no nothing, Figaro. Okay, so there's nothing that can uh, vicious mockery requires eye contact, or is it just that they can hear? Um, I think. What to... does it say? I think it's just audible. It's an audio-based attack. Okay. So I'm going to assume that if you're like, hey, Gorgon, <laughs> like it's going right. to. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Cool. Cool. Uh, would that be the same with Dissonant Whispers? It does. At least. I mean, that's a DM if you want, but it yeah. does say at a creature you can see. Oh, uh, well then. Okay. Yes. So if you read the spell out completely, then you must be able to see it. You don't need eye contact, but you must you be, just able be able to see, see it. it. Okay. And I can't see it right now. No, nobody can see it at All this right. exact moment. Um, uh, she is hiding. That is not the case for Dissonant Whispers. I was right. just going to ask that. So, yeah, I'll do Dissonant Whispers then, and I'll move before I... Or, mm, no, I won't move. Uh, 60-foot range for that, and I'll just whisper, like, come on, Gorgon, come out and play or run away. And Gorgon! Right, yeah. Right, and just kind of beat on the drum a little bit and just whisper that as menacingly as oh, I please, can. Please just beat the drum in the rhythm of the words. Right. Come out to play. So, yeah, I'll listen to whispers that, and then she needs to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, okay, yeah. If she's within 60 feet. Yeah, if she's within 60 feet. A 17. Okay, she made it. She so. seems fairly wise. Okay. Uh, it takes half as much damage. Roll that two, three, four. Ooh. She takes two psychic damage because I'm fierce. Sarah, your die rolls are terrifying. Did you just roll a bunch of ones? Two, one, yeah. one. Oh, Sarah. <laughs> oh, Sarah. I know. <laughs> you work best in an army. <laughs> I do. <laughs> yes, I she's, it's actually a character choice that she's made and she's somehow rolling really smartly yeah <laughs> okay uh Zenia. uh do i know i know he's medium but how tall is my weird um he's about half half my height yeah so he's he's in between the height of a uh well dwarves are still medium so i would say about the size of a dwarf okay fantastic um so uh antonio starts making his way to the center and holds out his peg for me. <laughs> um, pause one second. Yeah. Does he have any of the... Do, does the galvanized weird have any movement rules that allows it to squeeze through areas? Some of the weirds have the ability where they have, like, size advantages where they're not hindered by... It doesn't say anything on this particular... That, uh, that I... Okay. Some yeah. of the weirds do, some of them don't. I know mm-hmm. the weirds that you guys fought are not restricted by movement spaces because they can squeeze down to one inch. Ah. But if he does not, then he is still limited by half movement. Okay. Yeah, as far as I know. So he was here, so 5, 10, 15, and he holds out his little peg arm to me. <clears throat> I continue to follow him. <laughs> this and- way is safe. <laughs> right. And I take as much cover as possible behind him. Okay. Perix. Okay, uh, first question. I yes. have dark vision 60 feet. Can I see anything in the middle? Uh, you cannot. Okay. I am go- uh, and is you, it- are, you are obstructed by the cloud. Right, But and the cloud goes just where that space is? Just where that space so is. So I want to look behind the cloud through the yellow and red figurine. Uh, at the moment, you see nothing over there. Okay, great. Uh, I am going to... Uh, Eddie, if you could please move me. Yes. Uh, I'm going to move through this gray and yellow guy to be between the two yellow statues. Yes. Can I see anything yet? No. Okay. Um, Then I will take dash. Well, how far have I moved thus far, Eddie? It looks like I've moved my full movement. Yes. Yes. So I will take dash to get to where you just pointed, Eddie, and I will take cover. Okay. So you still have yet to see wherever this creature is. And so you slowly tiptoe, hugging these large statues as you creep around the large stone sculpture of the death priest. Keeping 
close enough to the statues as you can to try and provide as much cover. But as of yet, while you scan the inside area of the chamber, you do not see anything. Okay. And now a quick word from one of our sponsors. You know, folks, blank walls can be pretty boring. So why not spruce up your home or office by heading over to ukiyopop.com. They have a collection of traditional Japanese prints inspired by today's comics, games, and movies. The gallery is viewable online for free and prints are available for purchase. So head over to ukiyopop.com. That's U-K-I-Y-O-P-O-P.com. Tradition in a modern method. And now, back to the party. Lennox. Hmm. He moves. 5, 10, 15. And just for shits and giggles. That's a great way to handle a boss fight. Gits and shiggles. Summons the power of the sacred flame here. Okay. I love that. (laughs) So you're just casting wildly into the fog. Yeah. Great. Like you do. If there's anything in there, it It, rolls a dexterity save. Yeah. Okay. There's nothing in there. <laughs> good idea, though. It would have been very high, though, so I might have just burned some good rolls. <laughs> Perix. I just went. I know. Oh, great. It's behind me. Yes, okay. it was. You narrowly saved yourself a surprise attack. Yeah. But in your hunt in the middle of the cavern, you forgot that she can climb walls. Sure. And right around that same area where you just crawled away from, you see something crawling much better than you do. Yeah, well, And you just hear this. She comes right around the corner, right in your face. So I did save the surprise attack. You, yes, you are not not attack surprise because she was coming up behind you and you moved and I was hoping you wouldn't. Okay. So, so, Lorzach, out of the left side of your eye, you see this shadowy movement creep around where you knew Perix at least was. Right after you kind of finish ducking around in through those statues, Perix, you kind of turn back around to reassess. You just see her come around knowing, holy crap, she was behind me. Guys over here. She's going <laughs> um, She's going to make an attack roll. A couple of attack rolls. Yeah, sure. Let's play this game. Let's dance, Gorgon bitch. It's not really a character choice. But... Um, just so Andrew can confirm, one of these is a natural 20. Great. Oof. What's the other one? She's, she's going to she's going to ignore the second attack because she's going to carry something through on the natural twenty. So you'll sure. only get attacked once, and she's going to try and grapple you. Okay. It's a, and so the attack is a twenty. Uh, no, the attack is a twenty-seven. So I'm not going to cast shield. We're just going <laughs> to play this game. The attack is a twenty-seven. <laughs> it will be three d eight plus four. Well, fuck me in the butthole. On a on a crit. On a critical. Uh, pretty neutral. So it'll be 16 slashing damage. I mean, like, that's not really neutral when you're me, but yeah. <laughs> um, please make an opposing strength roll. Strength? Yep. Four? Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, she rolled, like, wicked low. <laughs> she rolled a five. I rolled a five as well, but I have a negative one to my strength. Oh, she rolled a six and has a negative one as well. Oh, great. <laughs> Um, Anyone want to inspire me to do that again? Anyone got that option? Um, I do. Yes, I do, actually. Thanks, (laughs) y'all. I'll send some inspiration your way. It was a worse roll. For real? (laughs) Yeah, it was a four down to a three. Okay, so you are currently grappled as she claws at you and grabs you by the shoulders and forces your face in front of her, and you see her eyes glow yellow. Would you please make a constitution saving? Yeah, for sure. And that's when Ned lost his second character. Maybe. I mean, like, maybe. 14. 14 is exactly the number. So you see it coming in, but there's just something about the sort of franticness of this attack. She was hoping to catch you completely off guard, but it's not quite enough. As she stares into you, you have the wherewithal to be like, ah, fucking no. (laughs) Um, But she is right there. Dope. I Okay. Top of the order, Lorzach. Lorzach spies the Gorgon. Um, in her current position, she has half cover from ranged. Does that include me? Uh, you are in complete full cover right now. I mean, not from her, but from everything else. Right. 
you are in complete cover from anything that would be sort of an AOE. Yeah, that's why I went there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, but as far as anyone else trying to throw something at a distance, she is technically in half covering. But like she's not in half cover to me. Oh no, she's holding you. That's what I think. You're grappled. Yeah, great talk. <laughs> uh, Lorzach will close distance. So for- you, ha- sorry, one second, just to clarify for the audience, right now Perix has a speed of zero, and you can't benefit from any speed bonuses until you until you break it. Am I allowed to attack? Um, yeah, you can still attack. If you are uh, moved by the effect of a spell or anything else, the grapple will break. Hey. You can also attempt to break the grapple as an action and post strength check. Copy. Okay. At least I know she's not very strong, because I am very strong, so we're going to play this dance. Mm-hmm. Lorzach will close distance between himself and the Gorgon through difficult terrain, moving 15 feet for full movement. Okay. And as an action, we'll cast Poison Spray, and the Gorgon must make a constitution saving throw. Gorgon will make a constitution saving throw. She has an 18. And saves. Safe. However, Lorzach, as you approach, you see her from behind. And what you can clearly see is, whatever this Gorgon is, it's either very old or very frail. Basically skin and bones. But perhaps the most disturbing thing that you recognize is that crawling all over the form of this Gorgon are dark, black veins of corruption. Ooh. Figara. Oh, yeah, that's me. Uh, I can see this person now, right? Um, Yes, you can see that off in the area there is something grabbing a hold of your party member Perix because he's probably screaming like a little mer-girl. Aw, poor little mer-girl. You know, I expect the scream of a mer-girl to be a little more not that. Well. <laughs> um, okay, I will uh, I will move to the thing. I'll double move. And I can still cast a cantrip, right? Only no. Only if you can cast it as a bonus action. Okay, so I will go. But you have dash. Right. Right. Yes. Okay. <laughs> So my my give her the horns. Oh yeah, she's getting she's getting the horns. I'm just gonna double check to make she's sure I don't get the up. horns. How has yes. that not been horns. more of a? Th- you mess with the bones, you get the anyway. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think I it was the- I think yeah. it was really obvious. It's only appropriate now because we forgot that she had the dash attack of the minotaur. Well, I didn't really forget. I was just wanted to insult her some more with vicious Great. mockery, but I'll dash now. Do so, your thing. All right. Um, we'll use the things. It's like a 24. Um, yes, because you're in immediate range, she does not have half cover anymore, and a 24 will absolutely hit. Sweet. Roll damage, please. That's going to be eight. Eight damage. Yes, and I believe that is piercing. Yes, that is piercing. Great. Are, are they knocked prone? No, they are not. No. Um, as we move into Xenia's turn, the DM will take a moment to note that Fikar is the only one who has managed to do anything. Woo! Xenia. My turn hasn't come up yet. (laughs) (laughs) Xenia, she's had two turns and has done things. Xenia, please. Now, let me uh, make sure I understand um, more about Antonio. Yes. My my beloved. Um, Oh, no. Not like that. No, no, no. No. Um, I made a boyfriend. I made a boyfriend. Well, (laughs) that does sound like her. Um... So okay, so he's he is made of of metal, um, metals. Yes, he's technically made of stone. Of stone. Yes. That's great. Okay, so. Oh yeah, he he is not able to be turned to stone yeah, by bitch. the gorgon. Not necessarily because he's stone, but because he's a weird. Yeah, <laughs> buddy, that's what I thought. Okay. <laughs> so he's gonna move half speed. Okay. Um, still outreaching his little peg to me. So Xenia follows behind and takes cover, and she casts uh, chill. Uh, no, no, no. She casts firebolt. She casts firebolt. Okay. Four nine. Four nine. <laughs> um. So there's just too much in the way. You've got two party members. You're trying to softball this thing over Antonio. You do arc this fireball, sort of like a mortar, down into the darkness, and momentarily you light up the area, and you can see 
Fakara with her horns dug deep into the back of this Gorgon. You have no idea where Perix is, but you can certainly hear where Perix is. And Lorzatch is doing his best to sort of rush up behind and help the situation. But there's just too much in the way right now for that to land. Perix, you are currently grappled. I am currently and grappled. And staring at two bright yellow lights. For sure. Um... If I try to break the grapple, that's an action, yeah? Or can I yes. do it prior to Nope, acting? it is an action. Well, then let's fucking dance, bitch. Uh, man, I can't do burning hands because I will fuck up whoever's right behind her. Um, Which would be yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> this is great. So, from my end of the table, this is awesome positioning. Please continue. It's really bad for everything I got. I, I was also going to drop Snowball Swarm, and that also would fuck up everyone right behind her. So, <gasps> yes. like, we're in a bad place. So uh, I am going to, oh man, I'm going to focus into my crystal, which is going to glow that lavender purple. Okay. And I'm going to stare right back at the Gorgon and okay. cast Witch Bolt directly into the center of it. Okay. In her face. How do we feel about a natural 20 plus six? Whoa. hi Cool. So that's an extra die of damage, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 <laughs> nice. Uh, that is 31 points of lightning damage. Great. Oh, man, that hurt me. Great. Jesus. And I am now connected to the uh, thing. You are now connected to the thing. So, uh, yeah, I launched the witch bolt directly in, firing lightning directly into the center of her from where I cannot miss. Great. Lennox, you can hear things going on in the other end of the chamber. Your friends are screaming and shouting, the hissing. I call upon the hammer of justice. Yeah, you do. I make my own sound effects. Hammer of justice falls short. Oh, (laughs) attack. So the Gorgon is quickly surrounded and desperately Makes a constitution saving throw. Makes a constitution <laughs> saving throw. That payoff is always so good. It's a 13. I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. She actually gets advantage for something like this. The other one is still a 13. Oh, great. Double tens. Takes five necrotic damage. Takes five necrotic damage. She turns around, still holding Perix by the throat, and turns around now to Fakara and strikes out at both of you. Kara is a 17, Lennox is a 19. Perix? Sorry, Perix. I'm across the room, okay, uh, baby? <laughs> yeah, okay, I'll take it. Yep. I mean, yep. I can't shield that. I can shield a 17. Okay, for Kara? I, yeah, 17 will hit. You will take 15 points of slashing damage. Ooh. Oh! Ow. Perix, you will take 15 points of slashing damage. I am very close to not being up, but I'm still here. Vicara, would you now please make a constitution saving throw? Mm, you know, okay, I can do that. Come on, do dice do thing. Yay, that's a uh, 15. A 15 is fine. Yay! But what you see is she turns and stares at you with these yellow eyes. But she's weak. There's something pathetic about this Gorgon, as powerful and as dangerous as she is. She is going to use some sort of uncanny ability to slither away very, very quickly. Vikara, you will be able to have an opportunity attack. Yes! Unfortunately, you will not because you're currently grappled. Does she drag me with her? No, she will just dump you. Oh, dope. The hammer of justice. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Actually. Oh. Since you brought it up. Aw. <laughs> uh, make an opposing strength roll. Uh, 14? She rolls a 15. Fucking shit! I am going to say, here's what you see. <laughs> Go ahead and make an opportunity attack. All right. That would be a 22. Um, the Hammer of Justice, I do not believe, gets an attack of opportunity. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, yep. Uh, it's going to be eight. Eight damage. Great. You managed to get a swipe in as you hear Peric scream into the darkness. And you just hear this... As he goes ripping off into the night. <laughs> you have lost visibility on her. You don't know where you are, so please remove both of those figurines from the battle. However, but you, I have dark vision. You are still yes, but your orientation in the room. But I mean, like I can see her, whether or not I know where. That oh, is. she still has you. Copy. And you are still tethered by which? Which bolt? Yeah. Yes. So 
Top I, of the order. Lord, yes. As a, as a player to everyone around, <laughs> I'm not doing great, so I may go down very fast. But she said. If, uh, if we find you, we'll, we'll <laughs> see what we can do about yeah, um, curing some of them wounds, buddy. Thanks, babes. <laughs> Top of the order, Lord's Edge. Can Lorzatch roll to track the movements of the Gorgon? Uh, yeah. To the direction in which she went? Yeah, she headed back towards the salon. Got it. Lorzatch will follow what he thinks might be the sound of Parax's screams. <laughs> yeah, I guess, can I try and give them help? Give me a, give me a perception check. Okay. It's, it's the, echoey? It's echoey and there's stone everywhere. Yeah, okay. That's a natural one, my friend. Well, then he rolls a six, I mean, <laughs> by which I mean a seven. <laughs> Not going to be enough. So you know where they headed off to, but where they are right now, who knows? The darkness. They're definitely still in the cave. Yeah. No whiskey. Through the rubble and the forest of statues, Lorzach steps 15 feet further into the den of the Gorgon. Does his dark vision see it? Lorzach also has a dark vision rating of 120 feet. Can he see anything of use? Um, you can see quite well, but not if something is in full cover. Mm. Dope, 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 dope. <laughs> Maybe suicide. Sakara. Okay, um, I will take a double move action to move directly towards the yellow one that's next to the big guy. Yes. So going through the smoke. Yeah. Okay. You're staying outside the ring of fuck. Yes. Yeah, that seems wise. Okay. Xenia. Um, can I cast investigation to see if I have any idea? Or not cast, can I roll it to see if I have any idea of where she went? Any inklings? Uh, so it wouldn't be investigation, it would be perception. Perception. Damn. I figured that I that my <laughs> investigation is you're, higher. You're pretty far away. Well, I know, but you, no, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> she could have moved. Mm, it's just that forest of statues. Where could she be, players? Xenia just sighs in frustration and stays right where she is. Antonio, with as much potential to look at Xenia as he can, she just shakes her head at him and he stays where he is. And he still gives that now kind of contextually inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> Antonio, read the room. <laughs> he kind of turns around and looks at all the statues and realizes that is an incredibly time-consuming command. <laughs> <laughs> Perix, you are currently... In a not-great spot. Yeah, I'm not going to say you're prone, but you are being grappled by her. Yes. And you can see some statues and a wall. Can I see the salon? Um, you cannot see the salon. Cannot see the salon. So... I think I got a suicide squad this little bit because she's going to attack no matter what I do. Yes. So uh, I'm going to break Witch Bolt and I'm going to look directly at her and the bubbling begins to pour up and out of my hands as I press them directly into the meat of the beast and launch burning hands directly into her. Go. Uh, it's you, actually, Dexterity. She rolls a one and a two, so I'm going to assume whatever happens happens. We're going to let that it's happen. It's kind of hard for her to dodge as she's That's holding you. That's what I feel you. like. Like It's hard to dodge when I am holding you Contextually inappropriate for her to be like, oh, no. They have extremely bendy spines. <laughs> <laughs> I just rolled three sixes and a four. Hell right? yeah, nice. buddy. So that's 18 plus four is 22 uh, fire damage. 22 uh, fire damage. It's tasty. So you just reach out with those hands and be like, I can grab that, bitch. And she just screams out, yeah, as you just like boil her already old leathery skin. Um, <laughs> have I heard any commotion in any particular direction? Give me a perception check. And... Fuck you, miniature. Break my miniatures. <laughs> um, a 17 seems pretty, pretty high. So you can tell that it is... Like in this over in that general area. direction. Yes. So towards the top right side of the chamber by the big troll stone statue. The Howard Rushes moves 5, 10, 15, 20 feet. It has okay. a short movement, but it is not hindered by flotsam and jetsam. <laughs> 15 feet? Okay. That's all I do. Can you dash through? Get a little closer? 
Um, oh yeah, that was a that was an, uh, yeah. I can do that. Cool. Right. Can he please see it and me? <laughs> nope. Damn it. <laughs> Full cover. The first thing she's going to do after you just boiled her flesh Guys, is she's going to say, fuck you, and just come down with a claw. Yeah, let's play the game. <laughs> 25? Yeah. I'm not even going to shield it. <laughs> um, It's going to be 10 points of slashing damage. Okay, I am down. You are down. Yeah. She is going to just dump you. Okay. So just what one big slash, she just yeah, cuffs you across the face, drops you. I had one hit point left, so really didn't matter where we went. Yes. Um, <laughs> I know the exact position of your body. They do not. They do not know where it is. Yep. But they know it is over there somewhere. Yep. Um, All right, guys, I believe in you. And uh, I would say either dead. You need to be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> either either Lennox or Fakara, if you guys move. <laughs> All, if you move to that line of statues, you you will be able to see him. Okay. 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 But the problem is, Fakara, that what you feel, would you please give me a dexterity saving throw? Actually, first give me a perception check before we abuse an ability. That is going to be a 17. Great. So you see her slither as you kind of, Lennox is looking over by that cluster of statues and you heard her scream somewhere and you do see her sort of shift step, like hurriedly running, like don't spot me behind the statues. She mm -hmm. was trying to get around you, but she is in the mist behind you. Okay. So she was trying to get into the mist behind you for a surprise attack, but you managed to see her just in time and be like, uh-uh, bitch. Okay. Um, but she is going to make an attack roll against you. Okay. Mm -hmm. She's in the mist in that spot right behind you. Exactly. Um, it's going to be a 26. That will hit. Okay. And that is going to be a 16 slashing damage. That's rude. And would you also <laughs> please make a constitution saving throw? All right. Rolling the dice, please don't suck. I, I failed that. What is the number total? It is, the total number is three. <gasps> That's very low. That's, uh, yeah, that's um, not so much really good. So you see her roll around, and though you spot her, you feel her come behind and slash into you, grabbing you right by the throat. And her eyes become bright, and she looks at you and just says, Stone. And you petrify. I'm burning my dice. <laughs> Lennox, as you're searching for your companion, you happen to see the scream out of the corner of your eye, and you turn and you look and spot the proud Boro soldier Fikara has turned to statue. I'm a badass looking statue, though. You like, are a very badass looking yeah. statue, as you are in yeah. fight with mm -hmm. this thing. And you cannot see the Gorgon herself, but you know that she is in that mist. Curses. Hammer of Justice goes here. And takes a wild swing. Oh, sorry. It's I'm just it, it. It's not your turn. Oh, I'm just making a point to note that you know where she is now. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> anyone with the exclusion of Xenia will have been able to see this. Unfortunately, Xenia, you are line of sight on the other side of the fog, which is complete obscurity. But uh, for you also, Lord Zatch, you will have heard and seen this horrific sort of, you know, the sound of stone growing on stone as you now see your once companion is now a statue. Does that mean Antonio could see her? Antonio still has the same rules of vision as, as, as anything else. Okay. Lord Zatch, top of the order. Lord Zatch will swivel around at the sound of stone upon stone, the petrification of the Boros Minotaur and rush as fast as he can over rubble and a forest of statues to close distance with the Gorgon. So keep in mind that anyone within that fog, it's disadvantage on att melee attack rolls, but also disadvantage received on you for anybody in that fog. And he brings a hand up to his mouth and spews a gout of poison into the fog. And the Gorgon will make a constitution saving throw. Oh, Mother Heifer. Uh, um, mother Heifer? Mother Heifer. <laughs> uh, how about a six? It fails. And the Gorgon will take 
Five poison damage. Five poison damage. Um, It bloodied itself a little bit ago with the last attack, so it is uh, still currently bloodied at this particular juncture. Fikara, you are now a statue and are therefore removed from the initiative line. Xenia, you can hear this commotion, this fright, this screaming. You don't know what's going on, but the panic is unsettling in itself. Very unnerved, I start to just rush towards the panic that I hear. Mm-hmm. And you do get a sense that there is something happening in that cloud. It's kind of hard to ignore at this point. Fantastic. And I cast Shatter towards the edge of the cloud of fog. Okay. Uh... Oh, you have to make a save, though. What's the number? It is 13, please. She gets a 12. Yeah! Fantastic. Kill it! So she takes uh, 14 points of thunder damage. Would you also please roll a d20? Yeah. To see if something happens simultaneously. One's coming. Is that a one? Seven. Oh, that's a seven. I was so sure that was a one. I know, but I mean, from my end, I kind of don't want it because at this point, I think she's received only beneficial things from wild magic, correct? (laughs) Isn't that true? That's true. Oh, something. I was just hoping the one would happen and then she like magically cast the restoration spell so then I wouldn't be Oh, greater restoration? (laughs) That would be insane because I think it's in there. Uh I think it is, isn't it? Isn't greater restoration one of the ones? Uh, Maybe. That would be insane for the podcast. (laughs) It would have been so cool. (laughs) So please cast your shatter. Okay. Um, uh, So Xenia reaches deep inside herself and she just starts quivering and she starts quaking and she tears her hands away from her torso and shoots them straight into the fog and you hear a gigantic thunderclap resounding from the center. And on the edge of that thunderclap, you just hear this horrible, cragged, pathetic wisp of... And you are confident that you hit home. Yes. Terex, would you please make... Oh, can I take a bonus action? Sure. Fantastic. I'd like to... (laughs) Also has Antonio gone? No, that's what I'm doing for my bonus action. So, Perex, please wait to die for half a minute, and (laughs) let's get Antonio his turn. So... (laughs) So Xenia starts rubbing her hands together. She's feeling really good. She says, Antonio, get in there. So he moves this way. He goes straight into the fog. And he throws his peg for a punch. (laughs) So it's disadvantage for melee combat within the fog. Okay. That's fantastic. So that would be an 18. An 18 will hit. Thank you. So after getting shattered in the back by whatever this thunderclap is, the Gorgon, confident that she's about to win, suddenly feels two very tiny marble spikes just shing, shing. (laughs) I love it. And Antonio causes 11 points of bitchin' weird damage. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So it's just this it's just this hissing competition <laughs> back and forth of this I like, and then Perix, <laughs> 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 um, would you please I will make a death save. Make a death saving throw. You can save it. I did not. That is a five, which is my first failure. You are a third of the way to death. Thank you. <gasps> Lennox. Continues searching for his fallen companion. As you frantically search for your companion, looking around each and every one of these statues, you happen to peer between the legs of two elven structures and see this simic hybrid laying on the ground unconscious. Can I reach him? You are technically adjacent. Yeah, you can just sort of, it's, you just could reach through um, these pair of statues and put your hands on them. I do just that, and I cure his wounds. Thanks, sweet baby Jesus. Uh, seven points. Thank seven you. points of damage. Whew. Oh, not damage, seven points of healing. Definitely not damage. <laughs> he tries to cast I, cure I wounds and just kills me. I accidentally <laughs> use um, inflict wounds. <laughs> I'm starting to sense that our DM has a vendetta against you. Well, we've known each other for we've a while. We've known each other for a long time. <laughs> no, he's just the most careless amongst your party members. <laughs> it's time for... So I think 
judgingly, the most immediate issue for her is whatever has just stabbed her in the back. Um, because she recognizes that whatever this is, is not a creature, it's not a living thing, and not something she's going to be able to turn to stone. So the Gorgon's going to rip around. Now, uh, none of you can see this. So you just hear some slashing and some clanking because she's and, in the middle. Oh, Lorzach, you can kind of get a sense of... Do we hear her make a constitution saving throw? <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love it. Uh, it's going to be a 14. Lorzach. You I, better max damage. I don't and, like uh, pretending The Gorgon takes eight necrotic damage. Really? Yep. I don't oh, like pretending please. that I hate Lorzach because I really do like Lorzach. <laughs> Role play, baby. But Lennox definitely does not. So what you see... <laughs> so what you see crawling out of the mist is this pathetic wisp of what was once this frightening thing stalking you in the dark. And she's crawling along the floor trying to get back to her salon. And she's just... <sighs> She crawls her way up and just barely with enough energy pulls herself up onto her couch and turns to face you with this sort of defiance at her current fate. Defeated, she rests there, accepting whatever is about to come, but fully in anger. And you can see that as you've been fighting her, the black corruption has started growing more and more and more around her. You are no longer in combat. Oh. Um, Zen- oh, ooh, okay. Um, is seeing the state that this creature is in. You guys can move freely. Fantastic. I mean, if that's the- Lennox is going to attack. Uh, uh, so I will grab and say Lennox no. Um, I need opposing strength checks. Yeah. Unless my- Lennox is willing to just listen to me. Nope. That. Yep. My strength is not good, so this is going to be interesting. Maybe I'll delay- Oh, shit. Yikes. So I need a 17 or higher to okay. match. Four? Nope. Yeah. So both the Hammer of Justice and Lennox. So Lennox is going to run up. Lorzach, you are within space. You're all within space. Die, you foul beast. Hammer of Justice might connect. That is a 16, I believe. Yeah, it's plus six. 16 yep. will not hit. Mm, wow. You lucky little fiend. What is everyone going to do? Xenia just looks to Lorzach and tries to figure out what he wants in this situation. As a player, I'm trying to figure that out for myself. I'm going to continue looking absolutely majestic as this amazing statue. Bakara, you are in stone form, but you have both of your maced raised in power. Yeah. A scream on your face. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm all right with this. This is the last moment of defiance. Does Lorzach know if the Gorgon can release a being that it's petrified? Well, you would have to talk to her. Um, ideally, before the Hammer of Justice comes swinging in. Yeah. Um, the, ha- the Hammer of Justice will not be able to stop. It's a spectral weapon. Lorzach will opt for a test of wills with Lennox, saying that he is not done with this Gorgon yet. Mm-hmm. It's not great, folks. <laughs> Yep. Mm, yep. Shit. Die! You have a physical attempt. Okay. So, um, Antonio's stronger than mm-hmm. me. So. And with advantage, because Lorzach is kind of in the way here. Fantastic. So I send Antonio in to restrain Lennox. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's really high. 14 total. Oh, I would have had a 20 total. You think you're cute, though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Not him. It's this little, it's this little key rune that she's got. So, Lennox... What are you doing? Let go of me! Oh, she must die! You guys see this hammer of justice start swinging away at this Gorgon, and Lennox has lost his composure. This Azorius Justicar is suddenly flailing like a madman. And if it wasn't for this little tiny marble key rune just sort of like pushing him up, just stopping the force, you're certain that this already defeated source of information would have just been domed. So Lennox is currently stopped at the immediate situation. You have a teammate who is a piece of stone, and you have this soon-to-die, pathetic, ragged, corrupted Gorgon. Carefully, Parrix will approach sort of from behind here mm-hmm. to be examining these tendrils without getting too close. Sure. Um, they are 
um, no medicine check needed. This is the exact same corruption that you've been seeing for you, Perix. This is the same thing that took over the other members of the Simic hybrid that you were forced to fight down in the Zonet during the, the outbreak. So I will say, she's corrupted. She has the tendrils. What has done this to you? I have made this choice myself. You will all make the choice when the time comes. <sighs> Can I attack again? No, unfortunately you are. You are stopped. What being offered you this choice? <sighs> you would not understand. Somewhere beyond Ravnica. Who is Merit Lage? She looks up and stares at you and she goes, <laughs> Your choice is close. There are willing participants. Those who did not have to make the choice. One of yours, Devgarin, has made the choice for us all. She kind of like coughs a little bit in this black ichor sort of spirit spews out of her mouth a little bit. Um, You've sort of, at this point, ascertained exactly who this is. This is the sort of pathetic fate of Ludmila, the last sister of Stone Death and one of the former guild masters of, Ravnik, of the Golgari Guild. And you were young enough to be under her rule, and they were powerful, and they were vibrant. And something has happened if Decades of hiding in this dark tomb of collecting these statues, of being corrupted by Merit Lage for who knows how long. It is a sort of disappointing and pathetic end to a former guild leader. And she claims that there's a Def current leader that is also submitted to the will of Merit Lage. Who has... There is a Dev Karin within the Golgari who was not required to make a choice. Mm interpreting that how you wish. So the current state of the situation is Lorzach is, um, are you speaking in common or Elvin? I, I would say you're speaking in common. I would just say she's responding in common to whatever your conversation is. You are currently being staved off from attacking this um, Gorgon and are at least waiting until this conversation is done before perhaps putting her this out of This whole time Lennox is screaming and foaming at the mouth and like there are tears in his eyes oh, he is desperately clawing and trying to kill this thing i will award you a point of inspiration that you can use yeah. and is it possible and maybe this is a terrible idea but <laughs> the simic would be fascinated to capture a sample of the black acre do you have anything to put it in considering that all of your gear disappoint disappeared when you uh yeah, jumped out of the town and a crystal and some clothes <laughs> um before Lennox breaks loose and tries to crush this thing's head, Lord Zatch will ask, which one, which of us was taken? Deorath. Deorath serves, but was not forced to take the black. Please make an intelligence check. Ah, makes no sense. We do not edge. know who Deareth is, but whoever he is, he is. Um, it is a male mm -hmm. elf name, and he has not had to take the black. Where is the orb? Not here. Only Deareth was told by the Is It scientist. The scientist is dead. And she kind of chuckles with this. <laughs> as this sort of like black ichor starts falling out of her mouth and you can tell that there's like not much left in her. It's hard for her to even like speak anymore. How many guilds are infiltrated? <sighs> Soon all will serve. Merit. Lage. Lorzech steps back and motions for Antonio to stand down. Xenia gives Antonio the nod. Lennox, you are now free. Both the hammer of justice and the mace in my hand slammed down on the Gorgon's chest, purposefully not crushing her head so that I can look into her eyes as she dies. And with one final throw, 
You see her eyes glow that frightening yellow as in a desperate attempt she tries to turn you to stone. And for a second you can feel your skin dry and peel, but it only lasts a moment because her energy is just no longer there and the yellow in her eyes dissipates and turn to a milky white as the Gorgon's eyes roll back into her head and a last spurt of black ichor bubbles out of her throat as she dies on the salon. And so is the fate of a former guild leader of the Golgari. You are now left alone and quiet in this chamber of statues, now partly populated by your teammate, Fakara Odrum. On the next series of Encounter Party, the nefarious plans of Malthus Reed stretch far beyond his death as a terrible spell threatens all of Ravnica. Even worse, it appears the mad scientist was not the only conspirator. Join our players as they race across all of Ravnica on the hunt for the remaining orbs and try to uncover the mystery behind Merit Lage. Fates will be forged, alliances will be broken, and mountains upon mountains of dice will be rolled. Join us next time on Encounter Party! Encounter Party is produced by Play Plus One and Charging Moose Media based on the worlds of Dungeons and & Dragons and Magic the Gathering created by Wizards of the Coast. Edited and mixed by Ned Donovan. Sound capture and original sound effects by Will Malones. Theme song and other music by Alexander Nakarada of Serpent Sound Studios. Additional music by Serge Narcissoff and Darren Curtis. Special thanks to Megan Judkins, Will Malones, and all of you. That's right, a special thanks to all you party people for joining us on our first story arc of Encounter Party. Hey, party people, this is Ned Donovan, the player of Perix. If you're enjoying Encounter Party, please do us a favor and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and be sure to tell your friends to do the same. Also, ratings and reviews go a long way towards helping us find new audience members and keeping our party going. You can also join us in our Facebook discussion group, The Encounter Party, or on our Twitter and Instagram profiles at Encounter underscore party to keep the party going and to interact with cast members like myself and the rest of the crew. To find news and updates about the show and learn more, visit us at EncounterParty.com. Thanks, y'all.